This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Not Always Polite. Hope you guys are having an excellent week so far. If you're coming from the last episode, the second, the first, second, whatever episode I put out this week, I'm putting out two, two short episodes on two different missing persons cases. Um, the one that I put out first is on Joe Moore from King Carden. If you haven't listened to that already, please go listen. I think it's important to talk about these lesser covered missing persons cases. You never know what you might know. Um, with that being said, this is the second episode, and we're going to be talking about Sean and Leslie Jones. So, Sean and Leslie Jones were distant cousins, and they were both last seen on October 22nd, 1993, by family in Wyerton, Ontario, which is near Lion's Head. So, Leslie was born on September 14th, 1978, making him 15 years old at the time of his disappearance. The second boy is Sean Stephen Lee Freeman, and he was born August 13, 1979, making him 14 years old when he disappeared. Both boys were living on Naishkingaming First Nation, also known at one point as Cape Crocker First Nation in Ontario. Leslie had been staying with Sean and his family for two weeks before the boys disappeared. However, both of them were told um, to move out by Sean's mother, Lynette Jones, because neither boy was attending school. She was also on the verge of losing custody of her other two children due to Sean's behavior. Lynette had found pills in Sean's bedroom that he'd stolen, and she had to call the police multiple times due to his aggression. Sean was supposed to be going to a high school dance in the nearby community of Lion's Head on the night of October 22, 1993. Before he left to find a ride, his mother, Lynette, gave him some money. But when she woke up the next morning, Sean had stolen his grandmother's car and the $500 Lynette intended on using for his hockey registration. Police eventually found the stolen vehicle in Lion's Head. It had been crashed and the driver would have been bleeding, meaning there was blood somewhere on the scene. On October 24th, 1993, Sean and Leslie were seen hitchhiking from the First Nation Reserve to downtown Wyerton. Between October 26th and 28th, 1993, there was an unverified sighting of the pair out of Tim Hortons in Owen Sound, Ontario. While Leslie was last seen in front of that restaurant on 9th Street East, Sean was last seen in front of the Pacific Hotel on Burford Street. It's been rumored that Sean and Leslie were breaking into other people's cottages in the Wyerton and surrounding areas. There has also been an unconfirmed sighting of the boys from British Columbia, and it's possible Leslie might have been seen in the late summer of 1996 on Wellesley Street, east in Toronto. None of these sightings have been confirmed, though. So, Please Bring Me Home uh, is someone that someone is an organization that I've talked about multiple times um, on this podcast. I've spoken with them personally; they're amazing. So, since they took on the case, they have uncovered some new leads, including a red canoe that went missing and was later found overturned the same night and in the same area between Lion's Head and Earl's Bay, where Sean and Leslie disappeared. 
Additionally, an anonymous donor put up a new $10,000 reward for information leading to answers in the cold case. So, at the time of their disappearances, the boys were described as, um, so I'll start with Leslie. He was 15 years old. He stood about 5 foot 6 and weighed around 150 pounds. He had brown hair that was shorter than collar length and brown eyes. He has a scar on his cheek and was wearing braces at the time. The clothes he was wearing were brown cargo pants, a baggy shirt, black running shoes, and a red and black ball cap. Sean is described as, uh, he was 14 years old at the time, stood between 5'7 and 5'10 and weighed around 160 pounds. He had brown shoulder length hair and green slash blue eyes. He had a lighter complexion and smoked player's light cigarettes. He was wearing a black t-shirt, black and red ball cap, blue jeans, a gray and white nylon jacket, and white running shoes. Both boys were of Aboriginal slash First Nations descent and were living on the reserve at the time of their disappearances. Anyone with information is asked to give their tips to Please Bring Me Home. Um, Their email address is pleasebringmehome at outlook.com or you can go on their website pleasebringmehome.com. So yeah. That is the second episode for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed these. Um, Again, I apologize that they're short. I know you guys like longer episodes, but it's really important to me that I talk about people that aren't talked about enough. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.